I mean, where else can you see Grace fully? Light. Beloved, there is a perfect plan set over your life. You better walk forward in full Godfidence. Hey guys, it's Gracie. Have the best day ever. Hugs, loves, and blessings from above. <laughs> hey guys, happy Thursday. Welcome to my podcast. This is See Gracefully. I am your host, Gracie. And we are here for another episode. I'm so happy you are here tuned in joining me. We have a lot to cover today. I'm just really excited to have you here with me, y'all. Feeling good, living good, looking good, smelling good, loving good. (laughs) Just doing really good today, you guys. I hope you all are doing well and are having the best day ever, being great in your respective areas of life. I just wanted to say happy May because, y'all, we're in the greatest month of them all, if you haven't yet noticed. So happy May. For those of you that do not know, I am, yes, in fact, a May baby. So the countdown to my birthday is on and it is going to be an incredible birthday per usual. Those of you that know me personally, you know that I always do it up really, really big for my birthday. So I'm really excited. This year will be no exception I turned 31 on the 29th, so I did a countdown. Well, I'm doing a countdown, and we are technically, what is it? I think it's 20 days. Yep, today's the 9th, so we are 20 days away until I turn 21. Not 21. Well, I guess I could turn 21 again. (laughs) My grandma always said, pick which age you want to be and just stick with it, right? No, but for real, I turned 21 like nine times already, so I'm going to go ahead and I'll just go ahead and take 31. 31 is cool, too. Um, dang, wait a minute. I just realized <laughs> like how old I'm getting. Hold on, pause. Dang. You guys, I'm going to be 31. I turned 21 10 years ago. Whoa. Yikes. That just hit me. All right. Life is happening. Real life just hit me like a ton of bricks. Holy cow. Anyways, let's dive into this show. I am really excited to bring this to you. We have some really cool things happening today. We have a current event that we're going to talk about. We're going to dive on in. I know y'all are probably sick and tired by now, but this Red Table Talk with Aisha Curry and the Curry Queens, we'll say, of the Curry Empire. Uh, A lot of people are up in arms And so I did a little podcast research on my social media. I wanted to hear some feedback from you all and really just gather my thoughts. And we going to talk about it, okay? And then there's a grace note today, you guys. Grace notes are always a super fun segment. So we're going to dive into that. And then we'll round it out with our verse of the week per usual. Sending you off with some Jesus in your soul, okay? Okay. Let me do my housekeeping really, really quick. If you know of anyone who's super talented, super dope musician, singer, songwriter, producer, be sure to have them email us at cgracefully at gmail.com. That is the letter C, G-R-A-C-E-F-U-L-L-Y at gmail.com. I want to play their music on my show. 
We are expanding. We've had some really amazing artists on this show so far. And it's just an opportunity to give them another platform to have their music be heard. Like what independent artists wouldn't love that, right? So send them my way and we will feature them right here on this podcast, which is international, you guys. We are heard around the world. We got listeners in Fiji. What up, my family? We got listeners in Korea. We got listeners in the Philippines, in Spain, in Brazil, in Chile. We got listeners all over the world. And I am just thankful and grateful. So be sure to uh, reach out to those musicians. They will literally have their music heard around the world. And then also, if you know of anyone that would be an amazing candidate for our Acts of Grace, I haven't done Acts of Grace in a while, but I really want to. Those are our people who are serving their lives away, really with a servant's heart, uh, spreading love, spreading joy, making a difference within their community. I want to feature you because you guys are the glue that holds this world together. You are the engine that runs this whole ship of love in the world. You guys are really real life superheroes. So I really want to feature some amazing individuals in our Acts of Grace segment. And then if you have a grace note, you're going to hear one a little later. But if you have any questions about relationships or godly advice or work or family or music or anything, really, Send me a question. I will give you my honest feedback, hopefully a decent answer for you. But if it's full of foolery, I I ain't going to sugarcoat nothing. I'm going to let you know it's foolish. And when we got tonight, it's a little bit foolish. So (laughs) if if it ain't right, I'm going to keep it real and let you know. But you guys, thank you once again for joining me. We're going to dive right on in right now to our current event. So in case you haven't been on social media in a couple days, the timelines are blowing up about Aisha Curry on Jada's Red Table Talk this last episode. Like, I I don't even know why it's gotten this much attention, but no pun intended. It literally has been blowing up throughout social media. There's all different viewpoints. A lot of people agree. A lot of people disagree. Uh, Married, singled, kids, I guess. Like (laughs) everybody has something to say about this. So it would be remiss of me if I didn't say something on my podcast, right? (laughs) No, I I just feel like it's important to hit a note that I think a lot of people are missing. So I have a couple points from this that I took from her interview. So if you missed the Red Table Talk, basically what it is, it's this Facebook show that Jada Pinkett, her daughter Willow and her mother, they always invite guests to really just come on and be really vulnerable and open about whatever topics they're talking about. A lot of it gets really deep and are tear jerkers. And it's it's really a, a cool, healthy space, um, kind of like a mental health check station for a lot of the people that go on it. So it's really just a a really dope idea, and I like what they're doing on it. So this past episode, they had the Curry Queens of the Curry Dynasty. For those of you that don't know, I, I just learned, actually, that the Curry family is like a whole dynasty within the NBA. 
I didn't realize that Steph Curry's father was actually in the NBA as well. Um, his brother is and his brother-in-law. So basically they brought along the wives, the, you know, the sister, the mom, the wife, the sister-in-laws of Steph Curry and sat them down to kind of express and explore their worlds and really just get some good insight from them. So I'm going to go ahead and play the clip that uh, everyone is talking about, about Mrs. Aisha Curry. So hold on one second. Something that really bothers me and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves. But me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then, you like, I begin to internalize it. And I'm like, is something wrong with you're me? Not, like, you're, you're not, not looking. looking. You're not looking. But I'm going to tell you something else, too. When your radar's turned off, because I, I dealt with that for years, too. Like, and I was young. Like you. Yeah, I'm like, like oh, my God. Fair. I mean. Because I don't what? want it. But yeah. it would be nice to know that, like, someone's looking. But that when your radar's dangerous. turned that's, off. Right. That can get real dangerous. Don't ever think for one minute that it ain't no some men out there looking at you like I wish. Honestly. And, and I'm going to tell you who knows that more than anybody. Okay. So for those of you that didn't know that was Aisha that was speaking about, you know, it would be nice you know, her husband, basically, she's saying her husband gets a lot of female attention, obviously, from groupies because of what he does. That's just part of the lifestyle that it comes with. And then she went on to express that she, in the last 10 years, has not gotten any sort of male attention. One, I do appreciate her open and honest thoughts. That's This is the space for that. The Red Table Talk is all about being vulnerable, being open, expressing true feelings, which is real because a lot of people deal with it. And I wanted to include you guys. So I went on my social media and made sure to hear from all points of view, married people, single people, men, women. I just wanted to hear from folk. I'm not married, so I'm not going to sit here and begin to act like I know what it's like in a marriage um, because I'm not sitting in that seat yet. But a lot of my married women were saying that, you know, marriages naturally go through their highs and lows and ups and downs so that they could agree with what she was saying, like understanding, you know, sometimes you just want to know that you still got it, that you still got the juice. Sure, I'll get into that in a little bit. Now, I appreciate Aisha being very, like, honest, being very open, and that's real because she said something that a lot of people probably are wanting to say but just didn't or can't or aren't brave enough to talk about. Last time I checked, people were checking for Aisha. Like, I don't know if it's just me or like the type of stuff I follow, but she is everywhere. Like, you know, Aisha Curry, she's like making a name for herself. She, you know, has her food. I think it's like a Food Network show that she started. Um, you know, she's like producing stuff and she's putting her name on brand. She's branding herself to be like a household name within her industry, which is like, lifestyle and and parenting and motherhood and just overall being a dope boss woman. So last time I checked, like, ask any guy on my timeline, they probably are like, yo, Aisha Curry, she fine. She bad. She a baddie. She's real beautiful. She's a gorgeous girl. So I think Jada and all of them were right. Like, she's just not looking for the attention. She's not like her radar isn't onto it. And that's why she feels like maybe she doesn't get any. But Aisha Curry, like, you're in the spotlight. <laughs> People are checking for you every day. There's men every day probably gawking 
overused. So, I mean, I don't I don't know where she gets that. But I think what that really stems and boils down to, it could be, honestly, just a lack of self-confidence. And not saying that she's not a confident person, but maybe right now, you know, a lot of people have said, you know, she's been married for several years. She has three babies, you know, and that and that can kind of wear and tear sometimes on a woman's confidence. I'm not sure why, because I'm not a wife or a mother, but I feel like when and if I am, like, shoot, that I feel like that would feed my confidence a little bit <laughs> of like, yo, I'm a dope behind woman and I dropped these three kids and they're cute. Like, shoot, that makes you even more dope than you were before, I feel like. So I don't know, like, ladies, be confident in that stuff. Be confident. Like, this man has chosen you to be his wife and he's a dope guy like this amazing guy has chosen you he chooses you every day because I believe love is a choice he chooses to stay committed and be with you every day above all these women if that don't let you know that you still got it I don't know what else will quite frankly I mean but like I said I think it really boils down to maybe just like she said herself it's kind of an insecurity um which kind of boils into mental health with like lack of self-esteem, lack of self-confidence, um, seeking and wanting the need of other people to say something. And and that that gets real dangerous. Like her her mother mother-in-law said it right there. I don't know if y'all heard it, but she said that's dangerous. If y'all hear under like the laughter and chatter, she's like that could be dangerous. So you just have to be really careful in, in what you're really asking for. Because trust me, like I've been single for a while and it's it's by choice. It's because I enjoy it and that's where I'm at in my life right now. But the attention that you do get, it's false attention. It ain't it you ain't missing nothing. Like let's just be real. Old bum Ray Ray thinking your booty look good in them jeans is nothing in comparison to your husband seeing your value and saying how beautiful you are an amazing mother and a wife that you are to him and you know like Ray Ray making his little ten dollars an hour <laughs> looking at your booty double taking at your you know areas that really shouldn't be looked at being disrespectful you don't you don't want that kind of attention anyway I promise it is so shallow so false I don't know. It's just, it, it, it ain't popping. It ain't popping. You don't want that smoke <laughs> at all. And a lot of people were saying, like, maybe Steph isn't giving her what she needs. Maybe he's not as attentive anymore. And that very well could be the case, you guys. I mean, quite frankly, none of our opinions matter. None of us know anything that's going on in their marriage. So honestly, like, this is their marriage. It's their household. And maybe they have things that they do need to work on. You know, maybe she's feeling a little bit different or has gained some weight or something and being a basketball wife that's part of her lifestyle is like maintaining a certain look and image and so maybe her husband hasn't been giving her the attention that she needs to feel as confident in herself which again is another issue I'm gonna I, I promise y'all I'm gonna tie all these strings up <laughs> at the end I have a point so that and I, I don't know I just feel like because I'm not married, of course, all I can go off of is what I've seen from the healthy marriages around me and, you know, the great examples that I've had and my parents and my grandparents and friends, parents of mine who have healthy marriages. But I just feel like the like part of the reason and point of getting married is because you don't want the attention of others. Like, 
when when that man chooses you and you choose him, you guys are like saying to the world, like, we don't, I don't, I'm done. I don't need any other person. I don't need the rest of y'all to be in my corner. I have I'm picking my teammate. I don't need y'all to make me feel pretty because he makes me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. Don't women say that? He makes me feel like I'm the only girl in the world. So like why do you want other guys in the world to notice you anymore? Like I feel like once you're married, all that should cut off. Like the desires of wanting to be wanted by anybody else. You know, even if it's innocent, even if it's just that oh I just want to know that I still got it, but like your husband choosing you like I said every day that should let you know that you still got it that man is right there all up under you so in love you know loving you being a good man to you and your kids that right there would be the biggest like ego stroke if that's what you need you know stroke my ego choose me every day that's that's a beautiful thing like I said Ray Ray he only looking to see what he can get out of something he old bum broke self he he's only looking to see what he can get or, or or see if his little shallow remark might get him some leeway somewhere. That's that's all that that is. So trust me, you don't want that shallow attention anyway. You're like my hubby letting me know like, ooh, girl, you look good. Or feeling like I'm still sexy. That That's what's going to let me know that, oh, I still got it. I got the juice. Because this man right here, mm-hmm, he loves him some me. I must got it. I'm fly. Like women, we know that we get gawked at on a daily. Like most women know that every day they're going to get spoken to or approached or hollered at. Like that's just how life is for us. We walk outside, people are looking, people are, you know, checking for us. Like any woman, like the average woman, you know, it happens to me often. I'm not like, I'm not sitting here trying to toot a horn or say I'm the most beautiful woman in the world by any means. But it even happens to me often. So I already know that people in a spotlight, like, yeah, y'all y'all are gawked at. And that's just what it is. That's just what it is. It's, it's part of a woman's life. And I think that once that woman gets married, the gawking maybe goes away, maybe out of respect. You know, most men, once their territory is marked, i.e. that ring on your finger, <laughs> once that territory is marked, most dogs they're not gonna they're not gonna pee in that spot have you ever seen a dog like sniffing around a tree and they smell another dog's like territory has been marked they're not gonna pee right there they're gonna find their own spot to go mark their own territory that's just like it's animalistic so I think maybe she feels like men aren't checking for her because they know like yo you're married to like the dopest NBA player alive right now and we're not about to push up on that because first of all we're not about to disrespect him and second of all, we're not about to disrespect y'all's marriage. Like they have a very public marriage. So for her to feel like nobody's checking for her, I, I, I think it's more often than not men seeing Steph as who he is and like, yo, that's his wifey. They love each other. Why why would I why would I step up in that? But anyways, girl, you don't want that false attention. The smoke ain't nothing that you want. But like I said, I'm gonna tie all these strings together. I think it all really just boils down to people seeking something that ultimately we can only be fully fulfilled through Christ. Now, y'all know I'm a believer, so I'm going to really round it, round it back down to this, is the fact that we as humans have a downfall in wanting the attention of man. 
We want the attention and the validation from man. But understand that man's validation, whether they're your husband, your friend, the random Ray Ray around the corner, like it's not going to ever fulfill the desire of being validated or feeling our self-worth or self-confidence because that can only come through Christ. Like straight up, y'all, I'm not even trying to be preachy, preachy, but like our core of our being is only fully fulfilled through the Lord. That's when we won't feel a feeling of wanting to feel validated. You know, people have been saying on social media, oh, y'all put up pictures so people can put likes. So y'all know how she feels. Like, yeah, but all of that's a downfall of man. If we are seeking attention from our fellow man or seeking validation, hey, you did you did an amazing job and I think you're worth something because I said you did an amazing job. Like, no, you should know regardless of if someone says you did great or not, that the Lord has put purpose in you. He has put value in you. He's paid a price, a high price for you and sees you as worth it, sees you as valuable, sees you as amazing. You are fearfully and wonderfully and gracefully made in his image. So I think the minute we start seeking value from man and wanting attention of man and and feeling like we're, we have self-worth because of what man says, and when I say man, I, seem, I mean man and woman, but the minute we start feeling and needing that is where we go wrong. So seek first the kingdom of God, because that's where all of our things come from, all of our validation, all of our value. And if you're confident in Christ and confident, and as I say, God-fident, uh, you, you won't need the validation of man. Because quite frankly, if a man tells me I'm pretty or not, I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, well, I must not be pretty because he doesn't think so. Like, did I used to go through that? Yeah, but that was before I knew my, before I had confidence in Christ and knew who I was in him. You know what I mean? Like that was when I didn't know fully my worth and my value as a child of the king. I didn't know that because I, you know, I'm sitting here stuck on validation of of man and wanting to be seen in that regard. And I got to stop because I'm going to take this whole show talking about this, y'all. We got other stuff to do. <laughs> so I just wanted to talk on that. Make sure if you haven't checked that clip, check that clip out. We're going to go live tomorrow and actually do a little more speaking on this to see what y'all's input is. But yeah, moving right along because I could sit here and talk all day. Y'all already know. Okay, guys, I have a grace note today. Let's get it. Here we go. It says, Dear Gracie, my boyfriend and I have lived together for three years. We split all our bills right down the middle. I usually cook, but one night I decided to make him a gourmet dinner. I went out and bought all the groceries, came home, cooked it for him just as a nice gesture, and I wanted to leave him this surprise. So one of the items that I cooked he didn't like, and he went off. He started fussing and yelling and stating that he didn't like it. And it really hurt my feelings, ultimately. And it made me feel super disrespected. I didn't like it. What should I do? Wait, what? Is that it? Okay, first off, thank you for sending me this letter. Second off, girl, you need to actually talk to him. Like, talk to him. Let him know what you're letting me know, that you felt disrespected, that you didn't like what he said. Um, and check him. He should not be yelling at you or fussing at you. That's super toxic and super dysfunctional um but yeah he it doesn't say let's see it doesn't say y'all are married yeah he's your boyfriend so y'all been living together and y'all split the bills y'all are are y'all roommates or uh, 
I don't know. For me, it's really hard to be giving wifely benefits to someone who has not made that commitment to you. Quite frankly, you're doing it to yourself. Not to say that you deserve to be yelled at, but the fact that he just seemed very unappreciative. You know, you made this gourmet meal for him and he is going off on you like he has some sort of entitlement or right to get home-cooked meals from you. And if he doesn't like it, not to say even even a husband better not sit here and yell and fuss. But I'm saying he's like, he seems real entitled. Three years, you've been giving him wifely benefits. He's not paying for anything. He's not providing anything. Y'all are splitting the bills down the middle. So you're basically roommates. And then he has the nerve to get mad <laughs> when you when you cook something that you bought with your own money for him and has the nerve to get, boy, you better than me. I will, ooh, you are better than me. I probably definitely would have said something immediately. I would have checked him immediately to let him know what you're not going to do is sit here and yell at me. What you're not about to do is fuss. And if you don't want to eat it, quite frankly, I don't need to cook nothing for you. Because quite frankly, you ain't my husband. You ain't my man. What What, what is we doing? What are, what are y'all doing? To be honest, I don't want to be rude, but like, what are y'all doing? Living together for three years. Is marriage something you want? I don't know. It doesn't say. But... I'm just a firm believer in, like, reserving wifely benefits for your husband. Like, only hubby gets the wifely benefits. And I'm not just saying, like, sex. Like, no, the the caring for, the nurturing, the preparing home-cooked meals, gourmet style, like, that kind of stuff, I feel like should be reserved for hubby. Because if not, clearly, what happens here, he's too used to it. He feels entitled to it. And he still ain't made a commitment. He just he just chilling in the house with his roommate. He's living with his roommate and mad that he didn't like the food. Boy, bye. Get out of here. I the advice I have, talk to him. <laughs> I know this kind of got me heated. <laughs> but the advice I have is talk to him, let him know how it made you feel, and then maybe try to see like, yo, what is we doing? What are we doing for real? Are you planning to marry me? Are you planning to have a living roommate for the rest of your life? What's really going on here? Cuz if that's something you want, you definitely are past a point of making that be known. I don't want to say it's too late. It's just you need to maybe reiterate what it is you want to him if if that's what you're seeking. But thank you for writing this letter. I don't know if I helped or if I just went off because that made me mad. <laughs> He's got nerve to sit here and fuss and argue because you cooked him a gourmet. Girl, what was the dinner? I wonder. Shoot, make me a plate. I don't Mm, girl, that's too much. Anyway, thank you for writing this grace note. And if any of you all have a grace note that you would like to send in, be sure to email us at cgracefully at gmail.com. That's the letter C, G-R-A-C-E-F-U-L-L-Y at gmail.com. All right, y'all. And heading into our verse of the week. Our verses of the week are coming from Genesis 127. Psalms 139 verse 14 and 1 Corinthians 6 19 through 20. Basically, they are all talking about our worth and value and identity in Christ. Genesis 127 states that he has created us in his own image, male and female. He created men. Psalms 139 14 talks about we praise him because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And then 1 Corinthians 6 Verse 19 through 20 reads, 
Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. So basically, kind of the theme for this whole episode is making sure that you love you some you. I love me some me. I'm a daughter of the king. I am confident. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am loved. And you are as well. You are a child of the Most High, and He loves you, beloved. So be encouraged. Don't seek validation from man. Don't seek outside attention. Because quite frankly, at the end of the day, all I need to hear is, well done, my good and faithful servant. That is it. You guys, be so blessed. Have the best day ever. I love you so much. Until next time, hugs, loves, and blessings from above. Bye. Sometimes all you can remember is your pain But let me go ahead and replace it with all the love that one heart can bear I'm gonna love you right, so I hope you came prepared Promise if you love me that I ain't going nowhere I'm staying right here, yeah Cause your heart has been broken, yeah Yeah, you